It is Friday, July 31st, 2020, and this is episode 56 of the World of Sports podcast and radio show, short episode edition. Happy Friday. This is episode 56 of the World of Sports podcast and radio show short episode edition. I'm Zach Rubenstein. We should have another guest hopefully coming in the next couple of days. We'll see if we can get, if I can get that uh, all set up. But the topic I want to talk about, I've actually wanted to talk about it for a while and it hasn't felt like the right time. There's too many other things going on or I decided to take a night off when there's not a lot going on. Um, and there are other topics in sports. There's definitely not a lack of stuff going on, at least for now. But one of the stories that keeps coming up, and I touched on this a very little bit back in mid-June, late June, when the Bubba Wallace stories came out. If you want to look, that should be the episodes in the 20s, somewhere in there. Um, But the idea of politics in sports is one that I think is interesting, and specifically politics in talking about sports and that kind of extends into to what I'm doing now or what I'm doing here uh, as opposed to being athletes on the field and I'm not talking about your political views whether you're conservative or liberal democrat or republican I'm talking about the idea of politics being involved in sports sports is not inherently political it is people playing a game there's a winner and a loser and on, on its face, it, it is just that. It's a game. Whereas we think of politics as a lifestyle. Um, we think of it as, as more consequential. We think of it as how, as the structure in which we live our lives, right? Lawmakers literally make the laws. But sometimes sports does intersect. It's, it's just an inevitability. And there's the idea of how it should be entered in sports. And then there's also the idea of how it should be covered by sports. So I guess let me hit the first part, which is, how does it enter sports? Well, the common way is usually through either a politicized social issue or something involving decisions made by municipalities. So uh, a common one is people voting, municipalities voting to spend taxpayer dollars on a new stadium uh, for a local team that's usually a local political matter and doesn't usually affect the sport but it technically is the the conversation of sports and politics the other common one and the reason i'm bringing this up is you have politicized events or aspects that may not otherwise be politicized political so for example you have players kneeling in the nfl right that is inherently meant to be a social protest, but it ends up being a political divide when politicians get involved and they, and they have and, and are and will. So that's one example. Um, another one are sports people going out into politics. And I'm at, this is usually, now I just mentioned where politicians get into the social expression of sports, of athletes, but what about the other way around, right? When you have LeBron James up on stage, uh, giving a speech at a Hillary Clinton rally. He's clearly involved in he's clearly involved in politics. So that's another way where in sports politics tend to interact. Uh, 
Now, I guess you could say, why does this happen? And the, the easy answer is because we're a free and democratic society and you have freedom of speech and expression. Um, that means that politicians can ref- talk about sport ath- sports and its athletes and its social protests. And at the same time, athletes couldn't get involved in politics. Uh, n- a notable example is that occasionally athletes end up running for political office. Uh, former son Kevin Johnson ended up becoming the mayor of Sacramento, which is a move from sports to politics. Or LeBron James wants to endorse a candidate for president, Hillary Clinton. Now, another way is that sports enter politi- politics enter sports I, I, um, through freedom of expression or freedom of, of a free market commerce. Um, Donald Trump has sponsored a NASCAR. Uh, so he has like a big Trump 2020 thing on a NASCAR car, right? We, we, do, we don't, he is the, if his campaign wants to pay the money to, to wrap the car in, in a thing that says Trump 2020, we allow it free market. Um, I guess you could say, well, well, should we even allow that? Right. Should we try to separate sports from politics? And historically the answer is no. Uh, the main reason is that it feels like an infringement on speech, right? Laura Ingram of Fox news had the whole shut up and dribble campaign, or not campaign, but but episode, or segment even, where she said that LeBron James and others needed to, quote, shut up and dribble, right? She's saying politics and sports shouldn't interact. That would mean that LeBron James would have to then shut up and not express his freedom of speech, and that we don't allow. So that's the reason that it generally interacts. Um, it's also made to interact. On the other side... Politicians take sporting events like kneeling for the anthem and make it a political statement. So you've seen um, conservative, more conservative politicians take the kneeling for the anthem as unpatriotic and disrespectful of the flag and military service. And that maybe while was not intended to be that way is being used to represent that. It's also being used on, by the way, on the other side, people have taken Colin Kaepernick's knee uh, and used it in social protests over the death of George Floyd. They've taken a knee um, as a way of protest in real life against political actions, um, whether it be looking for laws that uh, relate to police brutality or qualified immunity or other things, right? They're bringing it into the political spectrum. Um, and then there's the other aspect to this is whether or not the media covers it or how they cover it, right? So... This one, I think, is critically important. Generally speaking, politics and sports is usually freedom of speech or freedom of expression. And then from there, you end up with some mending. uh, It ends up being malleable and you end up conforming to fit what you want. And then there's, of course, the idea of of taxpayer dollars being spent on stuff or not being spent on stuff. Um, And then there's actually maybe a little bit in the coronavirus when you talk about allowing fans into places. But that's not really what I want this to be about. I want it to be more about the idea of what does, how does the media cover it, right? And do they even cover it? So I have had at least one instance in which a political event happened and I was interning at a radio station and, and the conversation with the producers that one of the producers that I had was, Hey, like this happened and it's a fact and it affects, 
you know, it's political, yes, but it also affects the local market and, and is sports related and is, is getting national coverage. Why isn't the station talking about it? And the answer that he gave was, oh, we, we don't we don't do politics. There was there was a political side to the news stage to the to the station, a news station. Uh, we were the sports. We I was on the sports side that that's their job, referring to the news and politics side. And to be honest, I don't think that's a good answer. So the first part is, well, that's not our job. Um, if, it, if, if sports and politics intersect, especially if you're locally covering local teams, then you, to me, have to co- should be covering it the way you cover any other sports, especially if it's something of note, right? Um, if the San Francisco media had refused to cover Colin Kaepernick taking a knee, I would not have said that was good, a good sports broadcast. Sure, it's political or it's made political, but you have to, it happened, and it happened specifically in this case in their city, and they have a responsibility to cover it. Not ignoring it is not even if you're not trying to be a journalist, ignoring it just isn't doesn't seem to be good practice to me. Um, so saying, well, that's their job, referring to the this, the news side is also not good. Also, your listeners are listening to sports topics. If they wanted politics, they would go to the news side. They wouldn't be listening to you. They don't care about the, the 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 news side or in general news doesn't necessarily care about the sports angle of things. You can talk about politics from a sports angle. The other reason that he gave was, well, we lose our half our audience, and this is a very common def- defense to not covering politics or covering it, or really no, not covering it. That is the Michael Jordan Republicans buy shoes two idea that when you start speaking politically, you lose half your audience. Now, that's assuming you take a side. Assuming you really call someone out. I think there's actually, you can report, and, and that's assuming you take, you take a side politically, not just on the issue. You take a side politically. And that I don't think has to happen. I think you can report as a fact what is going on without being politically invested either way. So you can say that the Trump campaign sponsored a NASCAR car, right? And the car has the Trump campaign logo on it. But you don't have to talk about whether or not you like Donald Trump. You can just report that it happened, that it's a part of of that event. You can talk about the fact that players are kneeling without getting into whether or not you think they should or shouldn't. So to me, there's a there's an aspect of, of reporting on this that you can do in, in acknowledging it. And I get where you don't have to want to give an opinion or you don't want to give an opinion and, and make people upset. That is true. People will turn it off if they hear you talking about politics. But you can acknowledge that politics exists and point out where it does without immediately having half your audience turn it off. I think if you bring up that it happened, you can also do that. And you can do what I'm doing tonight and bring up whether or not it should be involved. And you can do that without people turning you off. I think that's never been true. And I don't know why we think that. The third part to this is that I got as a response is the one that is, I guess, least true most often. Uh, which is that one of the hosts just was was going, they were worried about what one of the hosts would say. 
And that's a different kind of problem. So if you're worried about the reaction of one of the hosts, that's a little bit different. Because that means that you won't acknowledge the topic, not because you don't think you should or you don't want to, but because you feel like you can't. And that's a little bit of a personnel decision. But I would also say that that if that's the case, then there needs to be some type of conversation with the, hey, this is how we're covering it and this is how we want you to handle it. I, I think it's a little bit of a cop-out. I don't necessarily disagree with the idea of it. I get why someone might do that. But I didn't – I and that was the point where I said, all right, I, I don't have any more questions on this. But – and if that's the argument you want to give for why you don't think that we should have politics in sports or sports and politics the other way around, I guess politics and sports, then that's kind of a lame answer. Because that means you don't think people can discuss it like human beings or like rational people that are discussing the merits of it. Um, you think that it automatically has to become political and you have to fall on one side or the other. So I don't think that's necessarily true. But in case you are wondering or in case it comes up, that is the reason in which it exists. And the reason in which people often will talk about or not talk about politics and sports and maybe the reason of how they get to where they get to. So anyway, that is uh, today's episode, and I will see you tomorrow for another edition of the World of Sports Podcast Radio Show Short Episode Edition.